Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dun, 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 dun. Good morning, good evening, and good night to everyone out there on the internet, whether you're listening on the podcast or the YouTube. Once again, it's time for Lancing with Myself, the weekly five-minute show about game design and being a freelance creative, especially when you're low on spoons and low on cash. As usual, I am Steve D. from Tin Star Games, and I'm going to talk today a little bit about success and failure and rejection. Um... Just a couple of days ago, I got a rejection notice from Cardboard Edison. I didn't make the finalists. I also heard back from a few companies that I've submitted my games to, and I also got a negative response. Failure is actually part of the experience. It's always going to be like that, and a lot of the time, it's easy to take it personal, but almost all the time, it's got nothing to do with you. Little story I want to tell you about David Milch. David Milch is a very famous TV creator. Um... Uh, TVF is TV series creator. He, in the 90s, he created a show called NYPD Blue, which won a ton of awards. This is with Stephen Bochco, of course. Uh, and then he went on to be able to pitch his own show, standing as his own show, uh, standing on his own as a showrunner. He came up with a show about fighting, about being a police um, officer, trying to be a police officer and fight crime under Nero's Rome. They wrote out scripts. They had a whole series Bible. They had uh, episode guides, they had, you know, actors in mind, they walked into the studio, and half an hour earlier, the studio had, had bought the TV show Rome, and there was also a Spartacus show on its way. So, everything from about ancient Rome was entirely off the table, and David Milch had to go home and go, well, that was unfair, un, un, unfair and unexpected. Um, nothing was wrong about his incredible show about, about Rome. But you know what David Milch did, some of you might be ahead on this, is he went home and, and thought about what other things he could do, and he wrote the show Deadwood, which changed television forever and won a ton of awards and made David Milch a household name. The point of that story is that you cannot control everything. Some days, you know, the world's going to be caught up in coronavirus and everyone will be self-isolating. Um, the stock market's going to disappear, which means maybe it's not the day to launch your Kickstarter because suddenly everyone in your target market has, you know a third less money in the bank than they thought they did. Maybe the company that you pitched to just signed something with that theme the day before. Or, you know, they have a prejudice thing about it. It's like, we love your game mechanics, but we don't like zombies, you know? Or the person had a bad day, or maybe they had a good day or something. Whatever it is, there's so many variables going on about whether you get accepted or rejected. And one of the, one of the pieces of feedback I got was that they signed something quite similar to that, and they just didn't have the space for it at that time. And that's going to happen. You you know, every time you roll those dice, you can be David Milch coming in half an hour later, and they just signed Brome. So what can you do about that? Well, you have to realize that that's going to happen. Even the best, greatest game in the world, you know, 
is going to get knocked back or is going to run into trouble by things you cannot control. So you have to be able to, to roll with those punches and know that maybe even your greatest idea might not be publishable or might miss its chance. You might make a game that, you know, is just not going to find its niche right now because things have changed, markets have changed, people have changed. It might take 5, 10, 15, 20 years before it can find an audience or it might not find an audience. You might have to just move on. Um, it, you know, you might make a great game and there's nothing that needs to be done to it. It's as publishable as it's going to get. It's as well designed as it's going to get. And it's just not going to find its moment. And, you know, sometimes you just have to move on. It might need, be that it, it, it isn't quite ever going to appeal to a large audience, you know, no matter what. And that's okay too. You know, if you make a game that a couple of people play, even if they're just your friends, that's great, you know, or just 10 people or just a hundred people. If you put it out there for free and a few people download it or you sell it for a few dollars, you know, these are all vectors to success. They're all things you can put in your portfolio. And, you know, there are things that you might not be able to control. You might not have enough money to do the advertising. You might not have, you know, the, the, the skills to do the promotion. Nothing you ever work on is going to be perfect. Even if the design is perfect and the idea is perfect, you know, you, you're just going to make this amazing thing and go, well, you know, I've made it. I've done it. Um, you know, and maybe it does. Maybe it, it could be even be better. Maybe it's not perfect. The point is you finish it, you put it aside, you work on the next thing. It is always important to go back and try to make things better over and over again. But the, the really important thing of being an artist is to know when to stop. Right? There's some point where you get diminishing returns, where you cannot make the game any realistically more better you're just fussing over it and it's time to stop you can't make it any more publishable there's nothing you can do to magically make it suit an audience or a market you can't make it any more marketable it's just as good as it's gonna get and it's all about being an artist is about knowing when you're at that point knowing where you honestly cannot make it any better and stopping and that is a point where you may feel rejection, you know. You can keep throwing it out there to publishers, but maybe there's a time to stop there as well. Don't ever give up on something you believe in, but understand the realities that you're working with. Um, you might have to wait. You might just be unlucky. You might have to put that whole great idea game on the shelf and go and make Deadwood instead because the timing just isn't right. And that's how it goes. So don't stick, don't put all your hopes on one thing because you never know what's going to happen that half hour before you walked into the office. Be ready to go, well, you know, it was a great game, but I missed my I missed I missed my shot. The luck just wasn't with me. And we put it on the shelf. We try again later. We put the ideas somewhere else. We deal with it. We roll with the punches. Next week I'm going to talk a little bit more about how to deal with the punches, how to roll with them, how to stay on top. But until next time, Remember the story of David Milch, and remember that sometimes the best ideas just aren't meant to be, but the best thing is the next idea might be even better. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Keep rolling with the punches. Keep making games. I'll see you next time, or rather, you'll hear me. Till then, be good. Play games. Pat dogs. Have fun. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.